Another edition of Back Shoulder Fade, and it's a big one for you. Uh, but just real quick, want to give a shout out uh, to a couple things. Uh, all of our podcasts that are out right now, please uh, don't be afraid to listen to them. Uh, NFL, uh, we, we've got it covered on Lynn Sanity. Uh, we got the Small Market King coming in this week uh, as Bryce Shaddy uh, is uh, sitting the bench. Uh, that was a, a managerial decision by myself, obviously. That just needed to happen. You know, his performance wasn't up to the level. Uh, that it needed to be. And so, you know, our network decided to make that decision. Uh, but, you know, we've got Small Market King available. Uh, so please uh, don't be afraid to check it out. We got plenty of uh, of talk going into this podcast. Very, very excited about Back Shoulder Fade. This is the big podcast we got. We got over-unders. Uh, we got J.D. Hall. We got Alex. We got myself. And we got Zach. Huge podcast. But real quick, want to give you a quick taste of our sand game parlay. Uh, the Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, which let me tell you right now, the best team in the league, the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos are going to travel to this Kansas City Chiefs team. And 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 let's just say this. Let's just get this right off the bat. Uh, we got Alex Burr, who said, I don't care. I don't care what the number is. I'm going to take right. <laughs> the Chiefs over. So he's picking the Chiefs to score 30 points against this Denver Broncos defense. He has no Swiss respect cheese, for the defense. Baby. He has no respect for the defense. Uh, J.D. Hall pretty much believes that Taylor Swift is going to be at this game. Oh, no, he's no, no. That's Travis. my wife. That's my wife. <laughs> he's, picking, he's, he's picking Travis Kelsey touchdown. He's picking Travis Kelsey touchdown. And, and, then, and then Zach is going with Pacheco over rushing yards. I'm going with Mahomes over 19 and a half. Once you combine those together, it's plus 885. I put a dollar in, it's $8. So, but in like $10, you'd make like 80 I mean, it's a solid bet. And then if you want to use the boost that they had, which I looked that up today, it increases it to 12 to one. Uh, so if you put in $8, make like about a hundred bucks. So, uh, you know, we've been two and two on the year, correct? Zach, two and two on the year, two and two on the year, two and two on the year. Two and two on the year. Uh, all of us, all of us betting against the Broncos, which has That's played scary. in a lot of people's favor this year. No, you can lock in the 30 points. It's a great that's a great bet by the founder. You can lock in a Kelsey touchdown, another great leg by JD, uh a parlay king himself. JD Hall was placing parlays at Bryce's wedding. <laughs> Let us not forget. Uh and then the Pacheco Pacheco runs like a fucking bull. Uh and like Alex said, switch cheese, switch cheese on Denver. Just just holes everywhere. So there you go. That's the that's the parlay, and and now we'll we'll jump into our um, our annual over under draft. And before we get into the draft order, dive into the details. Uh, JD, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while since the two of us have pod. It's been it's it's been a while. Obviously, we've seen each other, uh, but it's nice to be back on the mic, have some conversation with you about you know the league because it's it's I mean it's very very soon until uh, the regular season starts up, and maybe we'll hear about Kawhi uh, taking another off day, JD. <laughs> Thinning shots already. Look, man, my guy look healthy. Of course, we know he's not playing 82, but I'm hoping I'm hoping for 65. 60 to 65. Good number. It's a good number. I like that number. And then we under, got uh under, under and then I, I'm not gonna make <laughs> and uh, we got we got Alex. We got Alex in the building. Uh, you know, uh, per usual. Uh he's always got his 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 set of teams, but I'm excited. 
uh, to get his perspective on these over and unders, uh, you know, power hour, uh, you know, has kind of been in a, a tricky place. You know, I know he's wanted to be recording, but it's nice to get him back talking about the NBA again. Uh, and, I, and I'm excited to hear his thoughts on these over unders. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot more uh, negative towards um, teams than usual. You know, I think four years of going around the NBA sun, I'm a lot more sour on these teams than I usually am. So it'll be interesting to see what you guys think of my uh, opinions. But I, I think I have one that'll shock everyone right off the bat with with its positivity. So I, I'm curious to see the draft wow. order because I, I can't let Zach pick in front of me. I just can't. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, hey. uh, Zach, uh, you've got the draft order. Uh, Basically, yep. uh, pulled up for us. So, could you explain to the listeners, or yeah, the listeners, I guess, how are you going to do this? How are we going to get our draft order going? Yeah. So, thanks to wheelofnames.com, I'm able to customize my own wheel of fortune, if you will, with the four of our names uh, Alex, JD, Zach, and Caleb. It allows me to eliminate a name after it's been picked. So say Alex gets picked first, I get to take him off, and then it's just the three of us remaining. Really good stuff here. I'm going to spin it right now. Anticipation is killing me. I really hope JD doesn't get the first pick. And the first pick is JD Hall. Oh. <laughs> they hate on the big JD Hall with the first pick. We'll take him off the wheel. Wow. Here we go. It's almost it like I have incredible jinxing powers. JD Hall number one. Caleb or er, Alex number two. Alex number Let's go. two. Let's go, baby. Such an Alex move to be second behind JD. <laughs> and we're doing snake draft, correct? Snake draft? Snake draft's what I, I got. Have... Snake draft's what I got. I assumed so. Snake draft. All right, so the last picture is valuable. The two co-hosts here battling. I don't want either of you to get it. It's going to be me with the third pick and then Schmuck City with the last pick, Caleb Lynn. All right, so uh, J.D. Hall, go ahead and pick Miami and get it over with. (laughs) I'm not choosing Miami first. I'm going with Ashley because it's a team that I'm very interested in. I'm going Boston. Over or under? Um, for Boston? Let me see. I just had the over under pulled up. I think it's 54 and a half. 54 and it's a half. 53. Yeah, 54 and a half. Yep. 54 and a half. Over, under 54 and a half. I'm taking over. Every. Over. 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 Spicy. Over. Okay. All right. We'll obviously Alex. discuss here in a few minutes. Um, This is why I didn't want Zach to pick first because I knew he would pick this team's under. I'm bullish on this team. Give me the Pistons over. Oh, take it. Take it. Go ahead and take you it. Wanted, you wanted the under, didn't you? No, because I'm not. I'm just not involving the Pistons <laughs> in any bet of mine. It's just, you know, I have I have a rule, and I've talked to Gail about it. Like, just 
you know, <laughs> just don't bet on bad teams. I don't want I don't want bad teams or bad players with my money. It's just, right. a, just oh. a rule I have. We'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll so you're taking the, the over 27 and a half. <laughs> I am taking the over 27 and a half. We'll, we'll discuss. Yes. Okay. Zach, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your first one? <laughs> Well, I'm going to stay hometown hero here. Go uh, Pacers go. over oh, 38 and a half. <laughs> over 38 and a half. I'm not going to get into it right now. I can I can tell there's some hard feelings here. I would have just no, left them over. on the. I would have left them on the board. <laughs> I knew over 38 and a half. And then Caleb Lynn. Um, I so great. A lot of mine are still available. Um, I will take. I'll take an under to start off. Uh, I will take the Denver Nuggets under the Denver Nuggets under the Denver Nuggets at 52 and a half. Uh, I'm taking the under. Interesting. Then what's your second pick? I'm not surprised he chose Denver. I've been calling it for years. Well, I picked the under. Uh, and then I, I then will take uh, uh, the Houston Rockets under the Houston oh. Rockets under, uh, which I believe uh, if I can find it. Uh, is 31 and a half. It's 31 and a half. The Houston Rockets at 30. Uh, that's right. Okay, Caleb with all the interesting ones. Okay. I like it. 31 and uh, a half is pretty next nice year. but Thank so. <laughs> I'm up next here. I have an embarrassment of riches to pick from, but I'm going to go with this team. I was high on this team last year. I'm high on their best player. I'm looking at his MVP odds as well. Oklahoma City Thunder oh, over 44 a and a half. I knew that one wasn't getting to me. Not that I wanted it, but I knew it wasn't getting to me. Over right. 44 and a half. Alex next. Okay. This will shock some people because of my affinity for this team or alleged affinity for this team. But I've turned my backs, my back on Masai Ujiri I've turned my back on Pascal Siakam. I knew he was going now. I'm taking the Raptors under. Raptors are 36 and a half. Under. He's no faith. Clearly. No faith. All right. When they're, when they're, uh, you know, fourth seed in the East at the All-Star break, I don't want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear it. Well, Zach, I just want to hear you talk about Siakam like he's the number one option in the league. Double one championship listen, option. Listen, I've atoned for that. I've atoned for that. Get off my ass. Sorry. All right, JD. What's your next pick? But yes, an abominable, an abominable take by me. Once upon a time. <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Over. That's okay. All right. That was what I had. Oh, all right. Okay. 37, 37 and a half, definitely over. Half. Definitely. That was a good my shock. Okay. All right. My shock is palpable. And then you get one more. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, this one. <laughs> I thought about this one for quite a while. I'm going to go the Utah Jazz under. Oh, okay. Under. Under. Wow. Yeah, right. well, I'm curious to dive into that one. Then. Unlike okay. the food in Utah. Okay. So uh, 35 and a half under. Wait, you know what? Oh, wait. Well, wait. Well, wait. Yeah. We'll wait. I think, I don't think this is going to get back to me. 
I'm going to take the Trailblazers under 27 and a half. All right. Okay. Under. Jeez, you think they're going to be dog shit? All right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I just want to wait till we get to the final selections. I'm going to explain to you exactly how the Trailblazer season will go this year. I have the blueprint for it laid out. I've been thinking exactly. about this for days. All right. I still have a lot of my picks left. It's tough. I'm going to take this one because uh, if I don't, Caleb will. So I'm going to go Sacramento Kings over 44 and a half. And then Caleb's up here. Yeah. Um, I, uh, it's good. It's good. I got a lot of picks. I like this is good. Uh, I want to be an over uh, because uh, if there's one thing you need to know about me, I'm definitely not a hater. Uh, I'm taking the Orlando <laughs> Magic over, over 37 and a uh, half. Hate you. I just believe Paolo. in Mickey. I just believe in Mickey, Alex. I just believe in Mickey and his magic. Uh, and then I, and then I'm going to take uh, another team uh, in the uh, in, in the same division, uh, the Atlanta Hawks over 41 and a half. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, have, I have my eye on All right, Zachary, for your last pick. For my last pick, I got three overs, so I'm going to sneak in and under here. Could be an end of an era in this city. Don't say it. Philadelphia 76ers under yes. 47 and a half. Under. I knew he was going to take them from me. Alex. I have two ones that I really like left. I hate both. I think I'm going to go the opposite of Zach here. We had three overs compared to one under. I think I'm going to do three unders compared to one over. Give me the Mavs under 43 and a half. Mm, That was my next pick. I like that. I, I like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's a good that's one. That's a it's a good one. Wait, oh. is that their win total or how many games Kyrie will play? Why not both? Fair enough. <laughs> did, did I you? steal your did I steal picker? I I thought about them two A B, but I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers under. Ooh. 50 and a half. I looked at that, too. So again, that's a nice I, pick. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I looked at that. I agree. That is a high. It's a high line. Very much uh, so. They, they over a whole lot of teams, including the ones that put them out. So, yeah. gentlemen. So does that does that uh that in, that concludes it right? We got our that four concludes teams. That concludes it. Yeah, we got our four teams. Uh, so let's let's start off. Uh, I kind of want to do it by person, not pick. Uh, okay. so JD, I wanna I wanna go with you here. Uh, you know you you got the Boston over. Uh, you got the Chicago over. You got the Jazz under, and you have the Cavs under. Uh, just kind of go through. You know, your, your, your pick's kind of one by one here. 
logic? What do you, what, what makes you think that, uh, et cetera? Um, truthfully, I got Boston as the best team in the league. I, I believe they will be the number one seed. Um, I think that getting Drew before the off season was over it. And I mean, before like to get him there for training camp before the season started, that adds an extra 10 wins easily in my book and giving them everything that they needed while they have been top, what top three seed the last three, four years. I just believe adding a guy like Drew, just take them to another level. And I mean, KP, they got a bunch of vets. I really, this, I hate to say it, but Boston got the East and I think we'll be number one seed in the league. Like it? Like it? Uh, Chicago Bulls over 37 and a half. Um, That's such a great pick. I mean, without any bias here, I can't believe some of the teams like that they got over the Bulls, truthfully. Only because the last season the Bulls was injury riddle, right? We had Zach coming back to form after a while. We saw Debo got tired, obviously. I think with both of them healthy, they they can give you 24 wins apiece. I don't think they're going to get 48 wins, but I mean just both of them at their best can walk you to 48 wins with uh, Vooch and the supporting cast. So 38 wins, then to look at, honestly, I think the East is, although they are good, I think the East is top heavy and I saw where Toronto was ranked better than the Bulls this year and I got the Bulls being them three to one easily. I was like, yeah, I'm smashing over anytime I see this because they wasn't even included in the top 10. They weren't included in the top 10 versus a team they beat in the um a team that they beat in the play in that lost Fred Van Vliet and they wasn't yeah. put over them. So it's like no way I, I wouldn't take them as an over. As soon as I saw Toronto over them, I said everything that I got in me would be an over because I'm going under on Toronto. Fair enough. Uh Jazz under 35 and a half. Honestly, that was um, one I thought about a whole lot. Um, specifically because Utah is a team, I think that, yeah, we saw them make some moves last year when they shipped out Conley. I just think that I don't believe they'll keep John Clarkson through the year this year. I think his time run up there. Um, I don't believe Mark and them will. He not go catch everybody by surprise. Do I still think he'll be a 20-plus point scorer? I believe he can. Um, Seston. But they got John Collins. Uh, hold on. I'm about to get there. <laughs> Seston. I like uh, Colin Seston, but one of my things is, will he be healthy all year? I don't believe yeah. so. John Collins. I don't know how many people heard me talk about John Collins, but I actually like John Collins. But John Collins won't be healthy this year either. I'm sorry, John Collins get hurt a little bit more often than I would like. So I was like, you know what? This young team going to have to jail next season because this year won't be it. Especially with a bunch of the teams in the West 
coming in healthy this year. It's not a lot of teams in the West that's not healthy this year. And I think Utah won't be able to steal wins from a lot of these teams. They're not going to steal. I, I don't think they're still in the win over the top six teams unless guys are sitting out or hurt. Fully healthy. I don't think they could do it, not even on the back-to-back. Lastly, Cavs under 50 and a half. Oh, easily. I think they got exposed in the playoffs. I think they got exposed in the playoffs. I think team, okay, this is another thing. I do believe, although Donovan Mitchell put up great numbers in the regular season, I don't think he's going to keep getting away with doing a lot of this every year. I don't, I mean, right at this season, teams in the East are looking to prove themselves even more because of the moves that was made. I believe Cleveland is a team that has shown their weakness is in the heart. Going against some of these tough teams, I don't believe Cleveland will have it down the stretch. Obviously, they'll beat some teams, but honestly, I think they'll struggle not only against some of the top heavy teams, the Boston, the Milwaukee's. I believe they'll struggle with Philly, Chicago. I think these are games that they're going to have to try to pull out, and I don't believe that they can for the simple fact they lost to the Knicks. I'm I mean, serious. you're you're right. They got they got outmanned by the Knicks. They got like they, got they were out- being bullied. Mitchell yeah, Robinson being bullied. was like Mitchell Robinson looked like prime Akeem Elijah one against the Cavs. Like, like, yeah, he, he did. And I, I agree. I agree with JD down the stretch because they got out coached too against the Knicks. Tibbs worked yeah, Tibbs, stuff, yes. worked his ass, and then you have. Uh, I think really the only hope for this team to come close to this over is uh, Evan Mobley just taking a step, which I feel like they're almost banking on that. For I, him mean, to take a step. I mean, I like Evan Mobley a lot. I, I think too. he's really they a cool would, player, but he, would have he, to, needs to, he needs to be double-double territory, like, big time. Every night. Him, Jared Allen, and honestly, to be completely honest, I would not allow Donovan Mitchell to be the forefront of my offense. He's going to be my number one option, but he's not going to be a forefront of my. I will allow Darius Garland to work. His his facilitator, the shooting, his scoring ability, and the vision. Him getting everybody else involved and letting Donovan Mitchell, you know, get your five here, get your five, get this. You could get seven every quarter if you pace yourself and let Darius Garland be Darius Garland. Because we know when it's tough, they're going to put the ball in your hands. But allow Darius Garland to get everybody involved. I don't believe that they'll do that. And you want to hear it? You guys want to hear it? Reason, I'm going underneath. I'm going under. Real quick before we move on to my picks, because I'm sure Caleb wants to move on to my picks. I have a, I have a Garland comparison. Go for it. And it, it might seem blasphemous at first, but hear me out. I think Garland is kind of like the spiritual successor to, successor to Steve Nash. I in a lot of respects. Well, you you can just read my mind. I don't know what it is. We're just like operating on a different wavelength or something. But he 
when he wants to, he can just kind of take over games. But he kind of has that thing in his head where it's like, okay, I'm past first, I'm past first, I'm past first. And sometimes it can be a detriment to his team. Look at what he did in 2022, where when Garland was the focal point of the offense, he literally dragged them to where they haven't been without LeBron in a long right. time. I think Garland's a special, special player. But I agree with JD. Like, if you have a guy like Donovan Mitchell, they're probably going to feed him the ball. And I don't know if that's the smartest way to do that. So, um, Caleb, I know you hate that comparison, but that's no, that's not. Well, I mean, I know I, I understand <laughs> where you're going. I mean, I understand where you're going. I mean, I don't like the fact you compared him to a two time MVP, but I understand, you know, what the skill set that he has, you know, that 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 he that that it makes it makes sense. But but look, I mean, when I look at when I look at JD's when I look at JD's picks, um, you know, I I I get I get it with uh with with all of them. Uh, the one that honestly intrigues me the most, uh, JD, is is a Utah pick. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's that's the one that that catches my attention. Uh, I don't know if I'm super super high on them, but they're they're an interesting team, you know, because yeah. they've got they've got Hardy, you know, and and they've got that second year to develop. It's like it's a good coach. Well, we'll find. I think JD. I think you'll find that. I think we'll find that out really soon. Like we'll know very soon whether that's going to hit or not. You know, yeah. and so I'm excited. To, I'm just excited to see that one. That was the one that I mean, they started off real hot last year. And I think it yes. took a lot of teams by surprise. And I think this year, I'm not saying that Utah's trash. I don't believe no. that. Oh, I, I believe that. they got talent. But I just think that with the West being healthy and, you know, you know, in the years where all the teams know, all right, we got a jockey for position because it's going to be tight this year. I think Utah is a team that most of them is putting down as a must win. Mm. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can get behind that. I mean, losses are going to have to come from some teams in the West yeah. when the conference can be so top heavy. So I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I, that was my, you know, the pick that kind of stuck out to me, but yeah, I mean, I think all, I liked all of them. I, I really like the Cavs one, JD. I mean, that, that, if you're telling me JD Bickerstaff can lead a team to 50 wins, <laughs> I mean that's like me getting a million dollars. That's like me getting a million dollars. I mean JD Bickerstaff's not gonna lead a team to 50 wins. He's just not. Well, he's just not. Another thing. I'm going sorry I mentioned me a butthole, but he's not. No, he's not. I mean another team going in the other thing going in that favor for the Cavs under is not a great road team. Not a great road team. They were 20 and 21 yeah. on the road. Yeah, they was um, definitely underneath last year. And Fair enough. here's a question for you guys. If things aren't going so great after, I don't know, say after mid-January, things aren't going great. Are you answering the call? Are you answering the phone for Donovan Mitchell? Are you answering the phone for Donovan Mitchell trades? Define not great. Like, are you talking like in the play-in or are you talking about out of the whole picture? You're like five games under 500. Uh. Or floating around 500. No, I don't think oh I'd do it in the season. That's just me. I there were rumblings. There were rumblings in the off season that he wasn't happy. Yeah, Cleveland didn't address their number one issue. Well, they got Max Struess, JD. They need a real small <laughs> forward, man. Don't, don't forget I the mean, shooting. Get a small forward. I'm just you know, like Isaac Okoro. So. I, Isaac Okoro, also known as Isaac Onosho. Hey, he's he's not what about George Niang. They don't cut it. Yeah, they have George, yeah, George yeah. If if I was the Cleveland Cavaliers, 
I would have threw a lot for OG Ananobi. Hmm. So okay, let me, let me. It's an interesting one. Like, like, it's, it's a high asking price, though. I mean, they're they're what they're asking for him is outrageous. You, okay, hold on. It's a joke. It's a joke. Would you do straight up? Because you'd be getting the better asset. Would you do OG and Gary Trent and have them send you like a first round pick or two for Donovan Mitchell? Would you guys consider that? No. Yeah. For the Raptors or for the Cavs? If I'm the Cavs, I say no. Actually, I, I like it for both. I don't like it for neither, actually. Because if I'm Pascal, if I'm Pascal Siakam, I would throw the ball at Donovan Mitchell. Every like literally time and time again. If you try that weekend, yeah, but he's gonna be pass, he's gonna be playing with Precious Achua, Grady Dick, Jalen Johnson. Um Hey listen, Pascal is on Pascal will be gone after this shit. That's an interesting Probably. take. Well, yeah. That's an interesting take. Um I'll uh Alex, let's let's go into your picks. Uh let's start from the top here. Uh, we got Pistons over. Okay. So. Yeah, explain. I think. <laughs> thank you, Zach. I, I will. Um, if you'll let me get to it, please. Um, <laughs> I think Cade Cunningham can be a special player. I really do. And I, I think agree. that he had an unfortunate injury last year. What was it fracturing his shin? Like, what are the odds of that? So, and obviously, I think the Pistons probably held him out a little longer than they needed to. But now, Jaden Ivy's a year older. I really like Ivy. Um, you guys know how high I am on Duran. And plus, you know, Joe Harris, I think, is a good get for them. I think they got Marvin um, Bagley. <laughs> well, that's Dylan Hughes' favorite player right there. Um, I always, Bugs you guys Bagley. know how much I like Boyan Bogdanovich as a supporting piece. I think this team could have a puncher's chance at the play-in spot. Do I think they'll get there? No. But I think this team is better than Toronto. I think this team is better than Charlotte. I think they're better than Washington. So that puts you at 12th. And when you're at 12th, you kind of got a shot for the play-in. So I'm not saying I would pick them to make the play-in, but I'm not saying I would not not pick them either. Fair enough. I uh, I definitely want to get into that a little more with you when uh, when we get through the next picks. Uh, next up, we got Toronto under 36 and a half. I'll keep this short and sweet to the point. They're buns. Next. Uh, Alex, <laughs> uh, looking at Portland under 27 and a half. Okay, that's the reason why I wanted to keep that one short and sweet to the point. I will give you a script for how the Trailblazer season is going to start off. Okay, Scoot Henderson's going to look great. Okay, he's going to, in like, let's just say October through December, right? He's going to be like, wow, Scoot Henderson's great. He's really turning around the culture in Portland. Meanwhile, they're, you know, still five games under 500 the whole time. You know, it's like whatever, you know, like they're kind of loosely in the play-in race, but still far enough out of it. Then January 25th comes, or whatever, two weeks before the trade deadline hits. And they're like, you know what? We're not far enough out of the play-in, or we're not close enough to the play-in to justify actually competing. We're going to tank so hardcore that it will make our fans' brains explode for the third consecutive year. This team has been the most blatant tanking team for three consecutive for two consecutive years. Everyone's like, oh, the Thunder, oh, the Rockets, oh, the Pistons. 
Where's all this energy for the Blazers? They've literally packed it up and went home at the trade deadline. The last two seasons. The last two seasons. They've just been like, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, hey, we're just going to send out um, Trendon Watford out there. And he's just going to, you know, try to get the job done. It's like, no. Reps. Reps. You know, it's getting reps. He needs reps. Exactly. Reps while they lose 22 of 23. (laughs) So easy smash the under because this front office, especially with that ownership situation, they don't have any incentive to change. They they want to get the uh, top pick again this year. They're going to sit Aiton. They're going to sit Scoot. They're going to trade Jeremy Grant. They're going to trade Brogdon. Hopefully they trade Brogdon as soon as they can. Uh-huh. Um, all those guys, no one who's played more than three years in the NBA will be playing for them past the trade deadline. Aiden. He will not be playing for them past the trade deadline. I'm talking about like actually playing games. Wow. He might be on the roster, but no one will actually, no one who's played more than three years in the NBA will be playing actual games for the Trailblazers past February, whatever the trade deadline is. Right. Lastly, uh, Alex, uh, this is Zach's favorite coach and uh, Jason Kidd, Dallas Mavericks, 43 <laughs> and a half under. So again, Zach, was it you that said 43? Is that the number of games Kyrie will play? Yeah, was this their win total or the Kyrie games? Yeah. What is it? So, even without the vaccine stuff, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. His healthiest year, he made All-NBA. His last healthy season. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Luke has been able to stay healthy. But Kyrie hasn't. I don't trust any of their defensive pieces around both of them. And the reason this team missed the playoffs last year is because they didn't play any defense. So you have all those factors. Why would I pick them to make the playoffs? I think that their defense is going to be probably bottom five in the the league, which is saying something. (laughs) I think they could be really an all-time bad defense unless we get lively stepping up in a huge way in his rookie year, but we've never seen a rookie center come in and be like a dominant defensive force. We've never seen, you know, we can see like rookie wings come in and be good defenders. Like, so I, I'm holding out hope for Omax, but I don't think he's, you know, he's going to change the way they play. It's just one small forward on a team with 75 holes. It's like, you know, it'd be like you're in a sinking ship and you tried to put, put a piece of scotch tape over it. You know, it's nothing's going to fix what their core problems are in that Luca and Kyrie just don't play defense. And if your top two don't play defense, you don't have like a, backbone around those two. Honestly, like Rudy Gobert would be perfect for this team. Someone like that. Oh, get But no, just someone who would like shore up that back line because JD, they're like Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell's been on the map since we've been in middle school. Cleaver. Cleaver. So miss me on the maps. Great defense. I don't think they make the play in. So I, I'm I'm with you. I, I think kid sucks. I think kid's an awful coach. Which I never I didn't understand when it happened. They got lightning in a bottle his first season making the West Finals. That's not happening again. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I couldn't believe they gave Kyrie the long term deal, not just because of the health factor, but because we know what this guy does to teams. Like, look at everywhere he's been. Like the team, the team gets better when he leaves. I mean, the the Cavs still made the finals when he left. Uh, the Celtics made the East finals when he left in the bubble. Uh, and you know, the Nets are, I think are better off now. I mean, they got 
they got Finney Smith and Dinwiddie out of the deal and some picks. But I feel like the Mavs were desperate, and this was a yeah. Hey, if we can't get the guys we want free agency, let's just bring Kyrie back and hope it works. Hope he's actually sane for eight months for once, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they're relying on guys like Josh Green to take a leap. That's just not happening. The defense isn't going to be there, like you said. Um, just I like I like like uh, lively, but. Yeah, is he going to take that jump? I just I don't I don't see it. Their back line's awful. Luca, I mean Luca's going to have to do everything on this team, which is basically what he did last year. Like he mixed him up with the Ravens' tight end, Zach. <laughs> I know I always do that. Isaiah Likely and Derek Lively always always but, do that. But Zach, to take your point on Lively, and I think what kind of makes Dallas, you know, what I liked about Alex's point specifically is you're betting on a coach that. Like, you know how, like, you would get, like, um, or what do you call it? Like, in school or whatever, and, like, you had, like, the teacher's pet. Like, Jason Kidd is the teacher's pet of NBA coaches. He's got guys that he likes, and he's going to be willing to play. He's going to be willing to play them over a guy like there. Like, there is no question in my mind that Dwight Powell could be starting by the by 20 games into this season. That is a <laughs> very Jason Kidd move. Like, that, I, even though we can sit here and say Derek Lively is very talented, it's a Jason kid move to be like, I'm going to play Dwight Powell because he's my guy and I've had him for years. And I, I think that when you look at this Dallas team, yeah, there's nothing to trust about this team. There's nothing to trust. Uh, and in a deep Western conference, like, yeah, there's other teams I'd rather put my money into. I, I like that and, one. The, a guy we didn't even mention that they added, who was probably their biggest get of the offseason was Grant Williams. Grant Williams, who yeah. made the dumbest move of the playoffs last year, poking the bear, Jimmy Butler. Is this a guy I want on my team? I, I mean, if this is my big get of the offseason, where am I oh, going? At that price. At that price. At that I price, mean, too. Yeah. Who else Who else was throwing a bag at Grant Williams? Who else? The Celtics were happy to let him go. I like that pick. I don't get it. Um, Alex, I, I... Okay, so you and I have been talking a little bit. You've been kind of always somewhat, you're like, Hey, I kind of like the talent on the Pistons. I like talent on Pistons. Well, here, here's where my intrigue is, you know, because obviously we're, you know, back shoulder fade plus 1500 plus 1500 for this team to make the playoffs plus 800 for this team to get in a plan. Don't go, is that crazy that I'm in kind of intrigued by the eight to one playing value? So let's, I don't think they're better than Chicago. Let's just go through the list. I don't think they're better than Orlando. I don't think they're better than Indiana. I don't think they're better than, I didn't say Atlanta, did I? <laughs> I didn't think you did, no. I don't think they're better than the Nets. Oh, that's a good one. I did not um, have the Nets on here. I Okay, they're better than the Nets. Um, I think the Nets suck first and foremost. So that puts them at 11th, actually. So there's a shot when you're in 11th. That's pretty close to the play. Um, the yeah. Hornets are three. The Hornets, the Hornets to make the play in are 310, and the Pistons are 600. Sorry that I'm more comfortable taking Monty Williams over Steve <laughs> and Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> So it really comes down to, do you think Miami's going to regress this year? I personally don't. How big of a jump do you think Orlando is going to make? 
And then how much of a regression factor is, you know, this whole thing in Philadelphia, you know, the whole like there's a lot of factors, but there's a chance that they fight their way into that playing spot. I don't I'm not going to put it past them. It's an interesting bet. I've been looking into it. An interesting bet. Uh, and then trying to look at your other bets. Uh, Raptors under 36 and a half. Um, I'll quickly give up. I, I completely agree with it. Uh, I know you and I have been on the same page there. I think this is a dumpster fire. Uh, I just yeah. think this is a, a, a total collapse. Uh, anytime, you can replace, anytime you can replace Fred Van Vliet with Dennis Schroeder, you just got to do it. You have to do it. Um, and then I'm trying to look at, and then the Blazers, I mean, you went on, you went on that, you went on that one. Uh, so look, I, I solid picks. We'll, uh, Thank we'll you. see where, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Zach, let's get started with you. Indiana Pacers over, uh, the win total here. Uh, let's get your hometown PR Homer PR out of the way, please. Well, you and I have been talking about this ever since they released these over-unders. I mean, this was just easy for me. I mean, we won, we won 35 last year with Halliburton missing a big stretch, with Turner missing some big stretches, uh, and basically like half tanking for half the season, and we still won 35 games. Um, we got Benedict Matherin starting this year. Guy averaged 17 off the bench for us last year. We got... I would say one of the deepest teams. I would say we're the deepest team that didn't make the playoffs last year in the East. And I think we are a lock to make the play in. Quite honestly, I don't even think that's, I don't even think that's the odds say it. The odds say it. Uh, I think we could be outside shot top six. Kind of like we were saying, Cleveland kind of hinging on how good Mobley is. Same thing with us. I think it's just hinging on how big of a step Matherin takes. I think he, I'm expecting him to average 20 this year. I am I, I, 20 to 22. I mean, again, he averaged 17 off the bench. The guy, I mean, we throw around Mamba mentality like it's nothing, but this guy actually has it. If you, if you uh, listen to interviews with him, uh, just the way he plays, he's, he's just a killer. He's just, he attacks the room with a ferocity. His three-point shooting needs to be a little better, but I love the guy. I love the guy. Him and Halliburton are legitimate pillars for us. We haven't had two like legitimate franchise guys in quite some time. We've always had one and a good supporting cast, but we've never had two at once. I feel like we have two at once now. <laughs> I just love this team. You know, I'm still looking for flights to get TJ McConnell and Daniel Tice out of town. Um, I'm contacting travel agents, uh, real estate agents, to try and try my best to get them out of here, book them on Southwest, give me some frequent flyer miles. But other than that, love this team. Nemhard, one of the best backup point guards in the East, in my opinion. And with teams like the Sixers, I think just in utter turmoil, the Nets obviously not going to be in the picture unless something crazy happens. Um, the Raptors taking a step back. I mean, I don't see, I don't see why we would not be a lock to make the plan. You're only asking us to win what four more games. I think that's easy. Uh, next up. Okay. CO 44 and a half. I mean, we all remember the play in game they had against new Orleans. That, uh, that was a, that was a crazy game. Um, this is, 
I'm just going to say it. This is a top three to five West team for me. Mm. Top three to five. You get, you're getting SGA 18 to one MVP right now. 18 to one. 18 to one. He was one of the best point guards in the league last year. He was all NBA first team. Uh, he, he took a massive step. Screw the over. I'm booking 50 wins. I'm booking 50 wins. 50. I love this team. I love it more than uh, some other teams people are putting at the top, uh, but you know, in the West. But you're getting Chet this year. I feel like Chet is worth a handful of wins, right? I mean, the guy, the guys look good in the preseason. He looked okay in the summer league. Like this, I love this team, and and their coach isn't bad. You know, Mark Dagnall, whatever, however you say it. Mark Diagonal, I don't know, whatever, however you say it, but this uh, this is a good team. 44 and a half, like, this is a really, it's a young team, youngest team in the league, I think, reminiscent of, you know, those early KD teams where they just overachieve. They overachieved last year. Now they're getting their top lottery pick, their prize lottery pick from a couple years ago. They won 40 last year without him. I think it's easy over with him this year. Great. Uh, third pick on the board, Sacramento Kings over 44 and a half. Yeah, I think they matched their win total from last year, 48 and 34. Um, ironically, had a better road record than uh, home record, which is weird when you think of the Kings, at least for me. Think of a good... They at least play well on their home court. And they did play well. They were 23 and 18 at home, but they were 25 and 16 on the road, which I thought was interesting. Um, you look at the West standings last year. I mean, the Grizzlies came in second. That's not happening this year. Uh, the Sun, I think it's going to be Suns, Lakers, Nuggets in some order atop, yeah. atop the, uh, the West. And then you're looking at OKC and Sacramento and Golden State for me after that. So. Sacramento, they didn't do a lot in the offseason. They didn't do what I thought they should have done, uh, specifically improving the back end. I think they added JaVale McGee, but who cares at this point? Who cares if we get JaVale McGee at this point? I Bottom line, I don't think this was a one-hit wonder last year. Like I think they're a well-coached team. Uh, I'm looking for Fox to take. Even another step. I don't know what that looks like, but I think it's possible. Um, it needs a bonus to improve in the playoffs. That goes without saying. So I wanted to get some back in help. But Keegan Murray's the X factor for me. If he if he takes a big step this year, you know they could be looking at fifty wins as well. Sacramento. Uh, lastly, Philly under. Oh well. Listen, as as recent as. Two, three years ago, I, I was defending James Harden tooth and nail. Nobody can defend this guy. And this guy is still acting like he is a franchise player, that he's averaging 36 points a night. That's just not happening anymore. Um, guy's a cancer. There's no, there's no other way to say it. He's a cancer. Got to get him out of town. The sooner you get him out of the town, the more likely I am to fade this bet. Because... It's just such a toxic influence. It's a lot like how Ben Simmons was for Philly. Just get him out. Get him out. Just that that's gonna be the principle of the trade whenever it eventually happens is 
at this point, we don't care what we get back for him. Just get him out of the building. Get him out. I think he's that toxic. Uh, I really seriously think the Embiid era could end this year. Oh, wow. uh, I think Nick Nurse possibly being set up for failure. I mean, I like to hire on paper, but I mean, who do you have besides Embiid and Maxi? Like, you basically have the same team as last year. Well, so, I got Kelly Oubre. I like Oubre and Pat Bell. Go, go, go ahead. Anthony Melton. Any any pushback on his picks, JD? Um, I like the Sacramento pick. Um. The over for OKC, I can see it. Wait, what was what was the number? Uh, Forty-four and a half. I can't, I can't see it. But they won forty last year. Yeah. Only thing is, for me with them, I don't trust. I know that they're gonna play hard. I like that. That's that. I really like to actually watch them play. I don't trust their health. Mm. Giddy is, to me, Giddy is very good. All around guy, right? Giddy missed too much time for my liking. Um, I don't know how well Chet is going to hold up. I hope that he does. It's just one of them things that, and then another thing, are they going to really be a team that sneak up on teams this year? You know, <laughs> I don't know if they, I think teams actually going to prepare for them. They not a team that teams just like, all right, it's okay. See, let's just get out of here. I think this is a team they taking serious. So I don't think what? a lot of those, Jumping out early in the first quarter, catching teams, you know, kind of lackadaisical, just going through the motions. I don't yeah. believe it'll be a lot of those wins this year. Alex? Well, here's my counter. I mean, they're, they're going to have a great defense. They got great defensive players, especially on the perimeter. But they, I agree with you on chat. Like, they're going to need to make a trade for some center hope at some point. Uh, you know, I don't know who that looks like. I don't know who's going to be available when that comes, but I mean, they didn't have any centers last year, so unless you want to roll out Caleb's boy Bertans at a stretch five, I mean, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. No, I, I want to see it. Hey, Amen. I want to see uh, it. Alex, you got any uh, pushback on his picks here? I do. Um, it's kind of in a similar vein to what GD said, but I'm going to approach it from a different angle. First, I just want to say um, Pacers over, pretty much book it. Um, 76ers under it. I'd also book that Kings over. I'm bullish on, but here's, here's where I think our paths diverge, Zach. And this goes for the Thunder pick, too. I think you're sleeping on Memphis. I understand why, because missing job will be huge. But this team has won a lot without Ja. Marcus Smart will yeah. slide into that. Marcus Smart will slide into that Tyus Jones role. For the time being, and kind of fill that void. I don't think they're going to miss a beat without Ja. Now, are they going to be second seed? Probably not. But I would have it better money than not that they avoid the play in, just because huh. a team with those bud principles they win in the regular season. 
they just do. Bud's never really had like an atrocious team. Like when I think about it. Yeah. Cause they didn't pick really high in the 2017 draft, like his last year in Atlanta. So they've never really had a bad, he's never really coached a bad team. Like his style produces results. Now, is it playoff results? Not necessarily, but that bud scheme is solid. Fundamental. It's hard to beat. Steven Adams, really solid regular season center. I didn't want him for obvious reasons for Vucevic, JD. Um, <laughs> and that here or there. Um, and Zubac, I didn't want either of them. Um, okay. But I think that Jaron Jackson, this could be like a huge opportunity for him to expand his role. I think that there's a lot of different factors here. So I'm not necessarily negating your point. Oklahoma City could get to over 45. I just think that Memphis is a real threat. And I think they need to be taken seriously, especially once Ja gets back. I think once Ja gets back, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Like it. Like I agree it. with you on Memphis. I mean, I think Marcus Smart, definitely better influence on that team than Dylan Brooks was. Uh, Jaron Jackson, it, I mean, broken record here, but quit with the fouling. But they're going to be a great defensive team with Smart and Jackson alone. I know Smart took a step back defensively last year, but he's not. You're not driving. You know, like coasting by him on the perimeter. So, and if, but that's that's one of my main reasons for OKC is I just think they're going to be awesome defensively. Uh, you know, Shea and Dort on the perimeter is just crazy to me, um, and they're just super long, super athletic. I mean. JD hit on Giddy, like what is he six eight, six eight yeah, long wingspan, like, yeah. The very least he can get into passing lanes. Uh, great, great passer in transition as well. I just, I don't know. I, I like this team. I think, I think they're getting, they're pushing fifty in my opinion. And, and JD, oh my right? Gosh. Like, oh my gosh, fifty freaking wins! You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> the West too tough for that. I you don't gotta see be a kidding lot of, me. I don't see a come lot. Come on, of teams Zach. Come on. I understand the hype. I understand the hype, but get off it a little bit. Slow your roll. Did you I, said, I already the said this once during the pod. Fifty. I already said give me. I, I already said pushing fifty. Fifty right. wins. I already said this. Why are you just now reacting? Because I, 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 I haven't came back at you yet, but I was going to come back oh. after you. But you're going to sit there and you're going to say 50 wins. I'm going to say you're out of your mind. He said pushing 50. I'm not saying pushing 50. I, they're, not, they're, they're, closer to, they're closer to 40 than 50. Uh, no, gonna, no, they won 40 last year. They won 40 last year. It's going to be hard to make up ground, oh. though. I feel like the West is better this year than it was last year, and the West was pretty freaking good last year. The fact that they won 40 games was really impressive. But to come out, and I think JD's point was also really good too, where they kind of just punched teams in the face that weren't expecting them. Yes. And I, I actually think that was a great point by him because they yes. kind of just came out and no one was expecting the Thunder. This year they will be expecting the Thunder. I think your point is fair, Zach, that they have Chet. But this team is going to be really weak inside. They were really weak inside last year, like in terms of getting in terms of clearing the glass. And this year, teams are probably going to be like, okay, here's how we beat Oklahoma City. Yes. We crashed the offensive glass. And that's recipe for death in basketball. That's like, I, I'll let you finish, Caleb. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, no. I felt like that was an important point too. No, yeah, it was. I, I'm not, you know, I just, 
I'm just thinking, I mean, you're talking 50 games with this team. That's a freaking, that's a freaking joke right there. That's a joke. <laughs> no, no, it's not a joke. That's it's a not joke. a joke. That's and I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking this over. I'm, I'm hammering this over. Give me the mallet. Mallet. I'm just glad you've had three people talking you down and you still are standing firm on your convictions. That, that's, yeah, that's, I am. You. that's what, that's what it should be. It's what it should be. Exactly. Um, this is easy. This was an easy pick for me. I can't believe you guys. They're a good team, Zach. I'm not saying they're not a good team. Not even team, talk but about Jalen Williams. But you're sure. But you're you're you're, you're, act, you're acting like that. Getting to 50 wins is just some easy thing. That's the pushback I have. That's the pushback I have with the Thunder. That they're they're barely gonna. In my opinion, they're gonna I hit didn't this. Say if it they was hit easy. the over. It's gonna be barely. It's gonna be barely. I didn't say it was easy. I didn't say it was easy. And look, look at it. Look, look through these teams. Lakers. Are they gonna be healthy the whole year? No. Warriors. Are they gonna be healthy the whole year? No. Clippers. No. Suns. No. Grizzlies. No. Because okay, he's the best but, player for a quarter of the season. But in those in those series, are you saying they going three one for a row? We're not, no, no, we're not talking series. We're talking we're talking wins. We're talking I'm, wins I'm, here. I know. He's talking season series. He's talking season series, right? They're gonna play them three or four times throughout the year. So I mean, in that eighty two game stretch, how many games are they gonna beat them? I mean, we can add Listen. it up. So you have three or four games against the Rockets. That's three and zero. You have three or four games against the Spurs. That's six. You have four games against the Trailblazers. That's 14. You have two games against the Wizards. That's 18. Two games against the Hornets. That's one. So you're almost halfway there. But that's that's perfect. That's like perfect, perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's like if everything goes perfect. That's saying that they don't have an off night, which is the NBA. Right. Like, come on now. We we saw who... uh, Man, we we saw a bunch of ridiculous wins year after year. Yeah, so we did. Well, we did. And we'll just see who's playing the we Trailblazers. Did. And yeah, if you're playing the Trailblazers after February first, you can just chalk that up as a win. That's neither here nor there. All right. No, I'm, um, I'm standing firm on this. This is a this is a hammer the over on this team. And give me the MVP uh, odds too for this year. Well, I mean, I like that. If you think they're going to be that good, I like that. If you think they're going to be that good, then I like that. Uh, next up, uh, I'll just go through uh, my picks. Denver Nuggets, 52 and a half under. Look, this team's going to be going to Cancun for like four months. This team's not going to be. They're going to be going to. They're going to they're gonna enjoy. Uh, they're just going to enjoy some drinks. Uh, this team's not going to. This team's not going to give us much of a rip in the regular season. They're going to try to push themselves to be at their best at the end of the season. They know what that's like now that they're a champion and you're giving it, you're really giving me this bet for free. I mean, you genuinely think that Nikola Jokic is going to be like all geared up, really, really ready to go for all 80 to 82. I don't buy that. Now that they have the championship. Be uh, so I'm, this year. I'm bet and I'm betting on this young bench and I'm betting on the young bench playing more. And because I'm betting on the young bench playing more, I think that takes them out of games more. So as mm-hmm. a result, I'm I'm, I'm going to take the under there. Uh, Houston Rockets, 31 and a half. I mean, you have got to be kidding me. The last three years with this yeah, team, dude. 22 wins, 20 wins, 17 wins. This team would have to go on a 10-win improvement to hit the over. And look, Hell I mean, no. Udoka's, I mean, a solid coach, a respectable coach, but great coach. You know, when I, when I look at when I look at this though, I don't see a ten game improvement in this roster. Not, I mean, I like this roster. I just don't see a ten game improvement. I mean, I don't. I just don't. I mean, like five wins, I could see it. Six wins, I could see it. But I just thirty one and a half just feels like a lot in a, a very very difficult uh, Western Conference. 
uh, Orlando Magic, uh, 37 and a half bet. I really like. I like this team a lot. I think Mosley is the yeah. right direction for this team. I like the bottom half of the East being more open. Uh, I Probably mean, I means think Paolo, Paolo's the truth, man. Like, he's he's the truth, like, genuinely the truth. Like, I, I don't know what – I haven't even looked at this. This is just me, like, popping it out now. I would kind of like to see, like, what a Paolo, like, most improved would be like. Like, how good can this guy get in his second year? Like, how, gen, how good can he genuinely get? How good can this Magic team get? Because, I mean, they, they, they've got the pieces. They've got the pieces to get there. You know, the depth's there. Uh, I mean, Franz is there. You got Wendell inside. I mean, I like this team quite a lot. And then my my next pick is going to be the the Hawks over 41 and a half. Um, I mean, look, solid team. Won 40 last year. I'm asking them to win two more. And I'm kind of using Alex's pick as a little benefit to mine. The Hawks have been rumored to get Siakam for years. If they get Siakam, I don't see this team not being in the mid forties. That's why. That's where I hope you go. I, I just don't see this team not being in the mid forties. I just don't see this team not being in mid forties. So I like that pick a lot. Uh, those are my four picks. Uh, what do you guys have on that? Um, well, JD, why don't you go yeah, first? I'll, yeah, go ahead, JD. Ironically, I agree. I was trying to find something bad to say, <laughs> but I can't because I don't think Denver go come out like super hard. Um, I think I think Denver go tr- do their best to finish top four. But I don't believe that they coming out trying to win the West again. I think they had something to prove um, last year. Yes. And then um, honestly, I'm a fan of Atlanta. You weren't last year. That I wasn't a fan of a lot of the stuff that they had going on. But I think, honestly, seeing Trey and DeJounte a full season together and the way that they fought in the playoffs, like, yeah, Boston won, but the fight that they had, it reeled me in. So I like what they could do. And um, those was the two main teams that, Caleb had I really care for because Orlando, I'm not gonna talk about Orlando. Alex. Okay. Um, first of all, Hawks over. I mean I'm just curious to see what a whole year under Quinn Snyder looks like with Trey Young. Trey Young's the most underrated player in the NBA right now. Um in my opinion. They bet that he overrated. You think underrated? I think he's been hated on so much. I think that he's underrated now. I don't I think that. The hate has just gotten out of control, in all honesty. Um, Rockets suck. So adding Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks isn't really good. And um, Jack Landale, famously, you know, everyone loved the Jack. You don't like those moves? Everyone loved the Jack Landale. You don't like those moves? I I like the Jack Landale edition, but not. um, It's going to be interesting to see, like, what the minutes distribution is for this group, because I don't know. Like, are they going to play? Because I'm in Thompson's position as point guard, right, Caleb? Like, that's kind of. I believe so. I mean, that's what I think they might try to make him as. Oh, my God. Or like a small forward point guard or something. Yeah. So that's just going to be. That's just going to be something to monitor as the season goes on. Jesus. Also, Shangun's probably still still the best playmaker on this team, which is saying something. Um, Dude. The one I'm going to quibble with. I don't know if you're wrong to pick the under, but. The Nuggets still 
when Jokic has been healthy and the man does not get hurt, when he has been healthy, they win. And they win consistently. Now, 52 and a half is a pretty high number, I will grant you. But I think the team just wins when he plays. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, when that year when Jamal Murray was not healthy, they won 48 games. You have that baseline of if he's this guy's healthy, you're going to win almost 50 games. So I won't necessarily say you're wrong, but Jokic by himself puts you at a baseline of, okay, and this is going to also sound like an outlandish comparison, but I'm not comparing comparing him to this player. I'm just saying it's a similar kind of effect. And it's kind of like the effect Tim Duncan had on the Spurs, where the guy elevated the team to such a level. You could throw a bunch of scrubs around him, and they would win 50 yeah. games. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Where you throw a bunch of scrubs around Jokic, uh-huh. and they're going to win 50, like almost 50 games. Go look at that 2000, was it the first year he won MVP? Or no, it was the second year he won MVP. Go look at that roster. That roster was absolute trash. They had no business winning that many games. So I understand where you're coming from. I think it's a smart like betting angle to take. But man, I would not trust that. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I'm with them on the Rockets. I mean, the, Rock- the Rockets offseason just was totally confounding me. Everything they did just contradicted the move they made before it. I mean, yeah. going after, like, I like Van Vliet, but he doesn't really fit this team. And Dylan Brooks, I mean, Dylan Brooks should be thanking his agent and the heavens because how the hell did he get that much money? I mean, <laughs> this, I, I understand they had a lot of cap space, but this is what you want to use it on? Like, and it just seems like a clash of personalities there. Like, I think Ime Adoka is a great coach, but he does still have, I mean, was that thing ever fully resolved like that's that still seems like it's hanging over everything and like you have this team just like Jalen Green's good and Jabari Smith I felt like kind of underwhelmed last year and and Shengun is good but like other than that you want to you want Thompson to play point guard is that even his natural position like just doesn't seem fair to me and you have Ime Odoka coming from the Celtics to Celtics, strong infrastructure, vets, proven playoff team. All he had to do was come in there, guide the ship, make him play defense. I mean, you really felt his impact on that team. He's going to come here and try and make these guys play defense. Jalen Green's not going to play defense. Jalen Green's not going to play defense. I mean, I like Jalen Green, but he's not going to play defense. It'll get better. And I just, I don't like Dylan Brooks in this locker room. What is this culture going to be like? I mean, it just seems like a clash of styles. I just, you know, Ime Odoka is like, you know, really rigid in his style that he likes to play. And, you know, he's all about hustle and defense and Rockets aren't. These Rockets players are not about that. You know, they're about how many shots can I get tonight? Uh, And let me check the box score after the game. Like, I just, if I'm a Rockets fan, I'm, I am... Like, yeah, of course, I like the hire. Like, Udoka's great, but it just seems like a lot of drama. And a lot of it they brought on themselves. Like, hiring Udoka, you know, those questions are going to be asked about what happened in Boston. Bringing in Dylan Brooks, I mean, what the hell are you doing? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. So, yeah, Caleb, that was one of mine I was going to take. 
uh, you know, that was on my list. And then I like the Orlando one too. I took Franz from Alex in our fantasy hoops draft. Uh, and, and Paolo, <laughs> I had to say it. Paolo's awesome. Um, and I, I really like this team. I like Mosley too. But again, you, you know, this team loves firing coaches. So Mosley, <laughs> you know, maybe he's next in line, but just not, not a good infrastructure, you know? So, but no, I like your picks, but I'm with Alex. Don't bet against Jokic. Well, that'll conclude the podcast for us, gentlemen. Uh, good one. Good one for sure. lot to dive into uh, the over-unders, man. Uh, we'll keep track and we'll try to update them throughout the season. Uh, to see where everybody's at, and uh, who knows? Maybe we make a game out of it. Maybe we like in the middle of the year or something. We like uh, are yeah, we're know. doing. We'd love to do something. something. So I was gonna say uh, most Alex, total wins. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say most total wins, but we didn't all bet overs. So no, we didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't. We did. Uh, we did a little bit. We did a little bit of both, and uh, you know, all different kinds of teams, uh, which I like, and. Uh, should be should be fun. Should be an exciting way to get into uh, the NBA season that's that's coming up sooner rather than we know it. So, Alex, uh, JD, thank you for coming on, and uh, yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. Of course, brother.